0: I know you're gonna dig this. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another fun, fun fun-packed episode of Conversations. I, 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 my name is Bill, and today we get to talk, uh, talk to a team of comic book creators, and 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 I would say they're magical but I would be undercutting it because the name of the company is Hopeless Focus Comics. Comics. So first things first, say hello to everybody. Tell the people who you
1: are. Hello, <laughs> hello. Thanks for having us, Will. Uh, I am Dwight L. McPherson, and I use my middle initial because my dad has the same first name. Uh, I've been in comics. My first creator-owned comic was published in 2005. It was called Dead Men Tell No Tales. Mm-hmm. I actually wrote it while I was uh, stationed in South Korea. I'm an army vet. Uh, um it was funny all my buddies said hey you're gonna come back you're gonna lose some rank while you're in korea i was like why they were like the clubs and the cheap booze and i said nope i'm gonna stay away from that so i actually researched and wrote dead men tell no tales while i was stationing in in korea uh you know and fast forward from that time uh i did an original digital series for dc comics called sidewise i've been published by image idw uh, Devils do, um, you know, I've worked with Gene Simmons. I've worked with American McGee. Uh, I've done a lot of really cool things. And I said, you know what? I think I would like to start a publishing company because I'd like to do things the way that I want to do them. And, you know, and it's worked out. So we started Hocus Pocus comics and it's just been, you know, phenomenal. The, the reception from readers and educators that we've gotten for the imaginary voyages of Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is my wife. She <laughs> is my editor. And My uh, name
2: is Rebecca McPherson, and I am the VP, editor, managing editor, VP. I wear so many hats on here, PR. It's a lot of different things I do for Hocus Pocus Comics. But fast forward to when I was working in Hollywood as a producer, and I was going to meltdown uh, comics on Sunset, and I bought a book called Dead Men Tell No Tales. Okay. Him, and i decided to contact the um the publishers for that to get in contact with the writer i wanted to see if the rights were sold to that because all the parts of the caribbean were going on at the, at the time and they weren't we got to talking and then fast forward two years later we we're married so that's a story in itself yeah um, <laughs> it
1: is it is
2: so that's how we got together so yeah we he did the traditional route and we decided that we wanted to tell our stories and we wanted to tell them so hence focus focus comics all right. Well, that sounds
0: like a magical set of stories. Now, the oh, quote yeah. for Kevin Hart, uh, there are certain things you said, and we just like a oh, bypass bypass that, not like you didn't say that.
1: So, uh, first of all, Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons? Yes, Some I story. wrote two stories for uh, Gene Simmons' House of Horrors when it was at IDW. And the notes that he would send back were not <laughs> what I would expect from Gene Simmons, you know, a guy who, like, threw up blood on, on, on his, <laughs> uh, you know, on yeah. stage. <laughs> And he says, there's too much blood in this story. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, excuse me, demon. Um, okay. Uh, so I had to tone down one of my stories. But yeah, was, that was a great opportunity uh, at IDW. Uh, it was, uh, uh, that was a lot oh, very of fun. fun. Yeah, very it was fun. a lot of fun. Wow. Okay.
0: And then you mentioned about how y'all met through the comic book that you wrote. So yeah. you said that's a story in of itself. Is there an abridged version of that story?
2: It is because you think about it. I was just on that particular day. I wanted to go to the comic book store, and I thought, well, let me just go see what's happening. And they had a a pirate book display, and his was a part of that. Thought that's a really cool looking book. I mean, that
1: was um Ben Temple Smith did yeah, the cover for the was, book, and he oh, is, the
2: he's very, very yeah. striking. Yeah, very striking. So I thought, wow, well, this looks. And I love pirate stories. So I thought, oh, let me just take a chance on this. And I loved the story. It was just there was so much detail put into it and i'm just saying that because he wrote it on married to him he did a lot of research to tie three famous pirates together at one time and that's a really hard thing to do when you're doing historical fiction it's very difficult mm-hmm. to get that that balance right and he got that and i thought wow somebody mm-hmm. needs to know about this so it's funny i ended up working at meltdown comics for a little while and i always put his books on the front of the marvel books <laughs> oh, buy <combine> wow. <laughs> yeah i
0: know <laughs> she was a promoter before you she, she i i was uh, yeah, I, uh, I was saying Have
2: you read this was one, even better than this one over here, you know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like the cereals back in the day. You know, if you like this, you'll love this you'll one. Love you know? this. Yes,
2: yes, right. I actually exactly. I sold a lot of his stuff before that, so they're like, <laughs> you know, when you get shoved in the back of your indie, you know, and they had the first five rows mm-hmm. for all the the first three people. And, you know, it's kind of hard to get your stuff out there. So that's yeah. another reason why we wanted to do our own thing to be able to PR our own stuff, so we know that we drive the uh you know the information out there you yeah. so don't get lost in the shuffle of a million right. other creators doing comic creator absolutely
1: things. and she's a queen of pr so <laughs> i mean
2: <laughs> that's my background on that so yeah there you go i'm always okay. thinking about things that we can you know tie in and collaborations together to get our stories out there because i think everyone should read our stories yeah they're important
0: definitely so i'm gonna i'm gonna switch gears just a little bit i, I would love to stay here for a little while but i want to make sure to get into the meat of the message, which is. How did we go from Dead Man Tell No Tales and Gene Simmons' horror books where you had too much blood in it for a guy who, you know, is like literally, you know, face makeup to everything else with a bunch of other guys and Starlight and all this other different stuff and everything. I want to rock and roll all night party every day, but there's too much blood in the (laughs) scripts. To go to that, to the imaginary voyages of one
1: Mr. Edgar Allan Poe. Well, I, I've loved <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe since I was a kid. I didn't know it. I always watched Creature Feature with my dad, and they had the the Poe cycle that they call it by Corman, um, that were films that were based on the works of Edgar Allan Poe, and Vincent Price was in these. And I was like, man,
2: Classic. who
1: is this Edgar Allan Poe guy? So that's how I first got interested in him. As I went to school and started reading his work, I I found that you know I thought he was a genius especially his poetry, the man was, he was a poet first, and and a storyteller second, to me, in my mind, Um, so after I was medically separated from the military, I was injured, and, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, before I could finish my career, uh, I decided to go back to college, and um, I started uh, taking an honors uh, class in literature, and we were reading about Edgar Allan Poe, and, you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't know, you know, where do ideas come from? They're magic. Mm -hmm. They pop into your head and Mm -hmm. I, I, what were we, I can't remember which story we were reading by Edgar Allan Poe, but I was like, you know what? I wish I could take a story with Edgar Allan Poe and, and have it, you know, go into like, (laughs) you know, this mythical kind of world. And uh, how can I do that? How can I get Edgar Allan Poe into this this magical kind of world but it was really easy if you think about it because when we dream you know what do we dream about you know I mean I've had dreams like that are like squid game because I've seen squid game or (laughs) whatever it may be but uh, you know back in that day uh, they were reading a lot they were extremely well read they were watching plays and what were these plays and what were these stories they were the classics of literature they were mythology uh, Edgar Allan Poe used a lot of mythology in his poems and in, in his stories. He refers to it uh, a lot of mystery, a lot of intrigue. Um, so I thought, well, you know, I finally figured out a way that I could do that because uh, I remember in 1848 that, that Edgar Allan Poe wrote in a letter, you know, that I became insane with long, horrible intervals of sanity.
2: And I thought,
1: man. that makes a lot of sense. I mean, his wife had died, his books bombed. It's reported supposedly that he tried to commit suicide during that time. So, I mean, I can imagine. And then a year later, he's dead. Uh, A total mysterious uh, situation. So I thought, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have him have a, a psychotic split of sorts and go inside his own head. And that's where he's trying to find his way back you know it back to himself and in in the book it's back to the waking world because terasomnium is a dreamland inside his head that's occupied by mythological gods and monsters um we have anthrop- anthropomorphic uh, <laughs> characters such as as rats we have Irving Rat who's like a Rat. like a captain kid kind of character uh mm-hmm. that you might find in the gold bug Mm -hmm. you know by Edgar Allan
2: Poe yes oh
1: yeah I mean there's a heavy Mm -hmm. you know people have said it's Lord of the Rings meets Alice in Wonderland and I (laughs) I think that's a very very good way to explain it because you know Tolkien loved Norse mythology you see so much Thorin Oakenshield I mean where do you think Mm -hmm. he got that name from? Nice. Uh, and a lot of the, the idea of the rings to rule them all, that, that comes from Norse mythology. Yeah. I think might have made a kid on his block know that name, so I think about to use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, 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 it um, really, I wanted to do something like that. And, and it's, it's just so funny because uh, it started out almost as a joke. And I decided to do it as a webcomic, and it exploded. It was mm-hmm. nominated for a Harvey Award that year um it, it, you know as a web comic on an on obscure site called drunk duck and it was nominated for a harvey image was like hey we want to print this book i got it printed by image uh the first two books and then i decided you know what i want to do this my way there's there's you know it's funny because like a, a, an author can go and revise have a revised edition released what does a comic writer do we have to have the whole book redone again yeah. right yeah. The whole so that's what we of. did is we actually <laughs> had the whole book mm-hmm. um I, I edited the scripts as I wanted them, changed them yeah. and I had them drawn as I wanted them to be drawn and you know now we're finally releasing the third book and this mm-hmm. is all new material that's never been seen before and this completes our tale mm-hmm. and I'm so proud of it and I cannot wait for it people is. to to read it Okay, I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna read this really interesting thing here that you've got written up. Uh, now I'm on the Ink Studios uh, website. Ink Studios, of course, is part of the team that is bringing this book out and land the Kickstarter. So I want to kind of read this little piece here. The year is 1849. Mr. Alan Poe has lost everyone he's ever loved. He is now losing his mind haunted by his wife's ghost and his literary failures. The poet withdraws into a fantastical world of mythological gods and monsters inside his fractured mind." Now, I read that, and I know you've described a lot of that, but one thing that's really interesting to me is, is that it's the pain he's going through. It's all dangerous. It's not like, you know, you think Alice in Wonderland, we don't really know what caused Alice to go to this world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't really know what motivated her in this world. We don't know if it was a dream state she was in. We don't know if, if this was a, if this was a situation where something was induced that caused her to go into this thing. We don't know the story behind the stories on this speak. I'm sure there's research that could be done to look into that, but, uh, and if y'all got that, y'all can definitely fill that in. But, uh, You know, and so it's just, it's, it's interesting to me because you say that it's like, that's one of the things about life that's really interesting. It's Mm -hmm. sometimes it's through the painful moments that we learn who we really are. And so it's an interesting, interesting thing on that. So you grow through your pain. mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And so now this is book three, which means you've already done books one and two. We have. And so I know we haven't quite launched yet. We're in the process of launching. So can you tell us some of the things that are going to be included in your peers as far as those the third and final book in this particular story?
2: Yes. We just sure. finalized the artwork for a really amazing bookmark that's going to be part of one of the tiers oh, yeah. that features all of the covers of the books. That was yes. something that just happened. Ooh. So all and the covers are- a, Yeah, that's going to be really cool. That's, I just yeah. saw it today. We're like, oh. And mm-hmm. we have a, the, the print. Oh my God. The print is, yeah, is amazing. Beautiful print. A,
1: print. a limited edition print. We have a button. Buttons. We're gonna have a limited edition buttons. Yes, yes, yes. We have a really special one if we actually uh you know, you know, know I'm talking could, about right, Terasomnium. I
2: don't know if we can I mean I guess we can say that because you're gonna find well, out about anyway, you know, <laughs> in a week's time. You know? We they had a web
1: comic that was released that was a prequel to right. the imaginary mm-hmm. voyages of Edgar Allan Poe, just simply called Terra mm-hmm. And it was available on webtoon oh. and Yes, yes, that's true. I've since pulled it off, and if we reach a certain stretch goal, mm-hmm. we are going to print it for the first time ever, Ooh, it's included, going to be yeah. available to everyone who supports the, the project. Like, right,
2: so you'll be able to see a little bit of background of the world that Terrasami is. You get a lot right. of it in the books, but there's so many different things that we write about. It's sort All of and right. middle end, so right. we really wanted to expound on that ah. that whole mythological town of, of Terrasami. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's All nice. right. That's going to be interesting because yeah, you get the you get the you get the stuff behind the stuff that happens before he shows up there. So that yeah. really sounds really cool. Um, right. now Another question I'm going to ask: that you guys, I've seen on the website, and I got a chance to do a little bit of research. One of the things that it talks about is the educational focus that you guys have. Absolutely. How did you how did you get that? That that speaks to me for some reasons. I write and illustrate children's books. And trying to get into the land of school, and trying to get into places mm-hmm. where you can do that. How did you all? How did you all make that connection? And then, as it relates to not only literature imagined, but also just the idea of what kind of things, what kind of projects has that led towards being in education, mm-hmm. work in, in commerce, in
2: education? So yeah, we've had so many. Things, well, so many great I, things. You know about education. what? Yeah. What
1: really interested me um, in education, as far as comic books, is. Uh, our, our middle son is autistic and he was a very reluctant reader and he didn't want, you know, to read. So I started giving him comic books and I mean, he just devoured them. Mm-hmm. So I said, Hmm, you know, maybe I can do a comic book. I remember uh, for Halloween, I would read the Raven with, you know, with the boys and, you know, it didn't, they, it connects. didn't click with them. But when yeah. I actually gave him the first book of, of Edgar you know, imaginary voyages of Edgar Allan Poe, mm-hmm. he loved it. He devoured it. And then he wanted to read some of the short stories of Poe as well. So I really saw how a reluctant reader could pick this up and could see the pictures and connect them with the, the words, and you know that that would stimulate his desire to know more about right. Edgar yeah. Allan Poe. So I said, man, you know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe we could uh, work on getting these books in the classroom and. And since then, we've, we've mm-hmm. um, you know joined forces with many teachers, Tim you know, Chelsea. and and professors at universities that, you know, you yeah. think it's a great value not only to educate about Poe but about mm-hmm. mythology, mm-hmm. Um, you know, about you know relational issues in right. uh, our social we
2: studies. Right. The language that we use in the book, we don't dumb it down for no, the kids. I,
1: I've never done that.
2: It's just they can understand it on an intellectual level at any yeah. age. So it's just right. important to, to get them started on the class. They may not read the classics, but if you introduce it in a colorful way, mm-hmm. an imaginative way, then they may go back and read right. something. Yeah. And, and,
1: and I always wanted to do it like I, I think the Chronicles of Narnia are genius because mm-hmm. you can read them as a child and get one thing and you can read it as another as an adult and get something entirely different, which is mm-hmm. it, it really completes the experience. And you can do that with this book as well. You can read it now as a young reader, and you get one thing out of it, and you read it as an older reader, and you're like, oh, my gosh. you've gone through I, life. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. So, yeah, and that's really, so. what, yeah, it's really yeah. what I wanted to do. Um, right. I know Tolkien gave him a hard time, but uh, C.S. Lewis knew what he was doing. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I think
0: it's interesting too when you look at that because for example, what it makes this interesting to me was uh when I was in high school, I went through this weird period where I lost the desire to read mm-hmm. an attempt to be cool. So yeah. I wanted to shout oh, yeah. out no, no, yeah. mm-hmm. And so it wasn't until I started watching gargoyles yeah. oh, in yeah. the afternoon, and that then I'm going, cool. wait, Macbeth, like wait a minute, that's from mm-hmm. the Shakespearean. Shakespearean play, there you go. And See? this is from mm-hmm. this, and then the three mm-hmm. witches are from this and then this is uh-huh. and so then my mom is sitting there watching me like literally uh-huh. process yeah process the like these characters off. are yeah. and she's going you know I really didn't like this cartoon but I love what you're becoming because you're watching it exactly That's what you're going right. back right. and trying to find these books and you're going back and reading about the weird Absolutely. sisters. Mm-hmm. And, right. and stuff like that and so by the time I got college and somebody introduced me to Othello for the first time ah like,
2: hmm, uh, oh awesome. yeah I know yeah <laughs> that's absolutely. A, that's a wonderful oh my goodness absolutely that's, that's you amazing. may see
1: some a little bit of Shakespeare thrown into our books and Yeah, one and so of my really favorite cool. parts in book three is actually um Charon who's the boatman uh actually he's singing a verse from the Aeneid
2: to appease
1: the sea god and it's (laughs) making fun of the hero of the story and oh wow i I, I love stuff like that just make you know and and it says you know from the aeneid Go check it out. You need check it. it it's check amazing. it out. What's really yeah. cool
2: now is that since graphic novels are, are being so used in schools, you could be still be the cool kid
1: and read those graphic
2: novels. Absolutely about something. We didn't have that when we were growing up. No, had I used to get like beat,
1: beat up yeah. for reading comics. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
2: it's, it's cool to be a geek
0: now. Yeah, it's crazy because like I was at work one day a while back and somebody was doing um, actually thing. And mm-hmm. some girl who like I think she watched like I think it was uh Captain America Warner Soldier. Oh, that's, was, my like, like, that's my favorite. Like she was just like, so I, you know, she's like, I didn't understand like what actually happened to Bucky to cause Bucky to go into this whole thing because I I missed something. Like she she didn't she had seen Captain America, but she didn't understand the gap between there and Captain America Warner Soldier. And so this one guy was like, "Well, um, actually, yeah. they no. it was Hydra." <laughs> uh, and it's like and you guys got one kid that, in the I class, in the mall, right? You know, working in the back there, and I and I walked in the room. I was like, first of all, could you do me a favor and not like sit there and act like she's stupid for not knowing? Like she right. doesn't know that's ignorance. You fill her in, right? Like, okay. yeah." I was like, comics. And So yeah. I kind of, so I kind of went using the movie. I was kind of like, "Okay." Do you remember mm-hmm. the scene where they showed the labs and they showed by Strucker and all of them? And, and uh, she's like, Yeah, she said, Okay, those were Hydra. All right, Hydra is this evil organization that you find out. She's like, Oh, yeah, that was the organization that you find out is taken over shield. I said, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right, yeah. what manipulated right. okay, mm-hmm. into becoming one of her soldier. And right. she goes, Oh, that makes so much more sense. I said, mm-hmm. There you go. And he right. goes, He looks at me and said, Well, um," I said, Don't do that. Because you're stepping, here's the deal you are stepping into a world of pain. If
1: you do that, I'm
0: not trying to go there with you today. just let her, she needs to know. She'll get it connected. She ended up watching Civil War. She came back to me and she was just like, dude, no, get this. And he was in the break room and there was, there was, you could have heard him. You could have heard pin drops with him at that point. Yeah, it was it was, like, um, I'm
2: really frustrated, I was lost train thought. Civil War was so important because it introduced even Wakanda. It introduced uh, one of our those characters. That movie was yeah. insane. You know, so it, that was a really important movie. I think for
1: well, it's funny when the Marvel movies first started hitting, you know, and I was seeing different characters and stuff. Right. She's like. You know, I'm like, oh, that's Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Like, and she's like, who? What? what? Yeah. So I could, I was like her, <laughs> fill her in on who these Here people were. Yeah. All,
0: all of a sudden, he's all like, I'm Padua, let me sit you down. Like, yeah, like, yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> you <know? laughs> right, and that's why I really appreciate about the Green Lantern, because they took the first yeah. five minutes to explain the whole history of what these were. And I, I as a not comic person, love that and so i was already invested in, in the character yeah, they, they, messed the they messed because... up the marketing on them they messed up the marketing because i thought it was a really fantastic movie i yeah. thought it was done very well just the marketing was done totally wrong but um that's Hollywood yeah. for you but you know,
1: yeah we, we, yeah you know?
0: well, disney dc is and warner are trying to learn how to do that better
2: oh they get the so much
0: better yeah, yeah the yeah. movies that have hit really well i feel like they hit their stride on what they need to hit their stride up okay well hey gal is in this movie that's Wonder Woman. We need to see Wonder Woman in his previews a bunch so that people right. can get it behind Wonder Woman. Aquaman. Okay, hey, Jason Momoa is in this movie. People think right. he's cool. Yeah. Shazam. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> That's exactly. my favorite. Shazam. <laughs> uh, well, we're getting a, getting a sequel in a couple of years, I think. We're also getting yes. Black Adam,
1: I think, at the end yes. of the year. Oh, man, I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. I've, I've been a huge Sh- uh, Shazam fan since <laughs> the 70s. Mm-hmm. You know, we had that horrible TV show. That was good. I
2: like that show. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was
1: cool. So I, I've been a Shazam fan. <laughs> I think Shazam was actually the first comic that I ever was given by my parents. And, okay. you know, of course, I couldn't read it. I wasn't old enough to read or anything. Mm-hmm. But I remember I loved his costume and mm-hmm. Shazam. I mean, you know, I, I could say that, you yes. know,
0: <laughs> just <laughs> like, uh,
1: yeah, just like Gomer Pyle, right? Shazam. Oh, yeah. Gomer Pyle. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, kids, there was a TV show back in the day called Dromar oh, Pal, and one of his catchphrases was, shazam,
1: yeah, shazam, shazam, shazam. He was what is so spinoff cool. of the Ed Griffiths awesome. show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah.
2: The whole Egyptology that we, that oh, we yeah. um, put in our story for our whole book, now we're seeing through Moon Knight.
0: Which yeah, is doing yeah. I'm yeah. you, so, and we do a lot of Egyptology
2: Absolutely. there's a lot of symbolism in yeah. our yeah you'll find that in our, book that. That in our books book as well we, we love that yeah
1: we're huge Egyptology huge. fans yes. And yes. that's what's so cool that we've been able to to make some friends yes. we've yes. made friends all over the world because of Poe I mean yes. people from all walks of life
2: read these books and yes. you know
1: Egyptology as well mm-hmm. um our friends Dr. John and Colleen Darnell are mm-hmm. actually writing a forward for the third book Ooh. and they're on history channel discovery yeah. they're on all the shows you know the vintage the Egyptologists.
2: couple yes so absolutely. we've become
1: good friends with them and um
2: because i always wanted to reach out to the academia yes for our forwards or blurs right. because i felt that this book was more than just a comic it was a piece of literature that i yes. think that everyone could appreciate yeah i want to get people yeah. from different walks of life and different industries right to look at it and get their view from it
1: and we've done that with other books as well we did a a book called elevator which is you know dante's inferno for the 21st century okay so i actually i had become good friends with jeff mudgett who is actually the great great grandson of h.h holmes oh yeah you know he did
2: the forward for that one and he actually wrote
1: the (laughs) forward for for elevator and that that's what i think is really cool is he
2: had never read any comics he had never read a
1: comic before and he got this and he loved it and he really loved uh you know what i was saying through the comic because Mm -hmm. uh i I love literature i'm a literature nerd before anything else and then a comic (laughs) nerd but I, i saw this as a way to as as i had kids a way to educate as well as to Because kids are not going to sit down and read Dante's Inferno, man. It is not going to happen. It's a lot. Right. But they will read Elevator. Mm -hmm. And that'll, you know, get the little engines working. Well, I need to check out Dante's Inferno and see what this is about, you know. So that's a good thing. I mean, if you can can get somebody to read, you've done a wonderful, wonderful thing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember a friend of mine and I having a dialogue confusing 90% of people
0: in the room for 45 minutes he was playing Devil May Cry. Because as he was playing Devil May Cry, we're sitting there having a Dante discussion the whole entire time. And I'm like, what are y'all talking about? I finally turned around, I was like, so y'all do understand this video game. is loosely based off of Dante's Inferno, like the whole series. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, because you've got Dante, who's our main character, who, Mm -hmm. I mean, at one point during the series was literally locked into the Santa's asylum because he doesn't think, because he is told this isn't real it's all part of his imagination right. until he starts realizing that it's not, you know, right. and so then right. all these things, like, you know, and then his brother Virgil, and all these other things, I said, it's all a loose adaptation of his uh, Inferno, and they're just like, exactly. That's what we did with ours, yeah. Have you read this? I was like, uh, at least once, you know, and so they're just like, oh, okay, and so then, but later, one of the guys, out of, out of the group of eight or nine people, one of the guys went back and on his eternal and for infernal, I read it. It was like, oh my gosh, that does have this tie that time. It's like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah. Exactly. It's, gone, it's, it's just like, you know, you think about we're going through a video game explaining classic literature to people. And, and I had no and, idea. And so
2: cool. many of that. Look at uh, Assassin's Creed. Look at all different, you know, time periods that they go through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they hired that one um, journalist from from England to do all the, the details. So even the sounds that you hear while the people are right down the street were correct sounds from that time. I, I love that when they take the time to, to really get all the yeah. details. That's my producer side of me where I see it visually. Yeah. So I already see our book, Poe book, you know, Netflix, Ooh, it'll be an animation series. I'm just letting you know there. there you go. I'll give you my email, but um, yeah. I just, I see it visually mm-hmm. before I, for, for anything, I see the, the whole cinematography of it, but. Yeah, definitely so. Great. Yeah,
0: I like games. I know their animation team has kind of gone through a major hit this last week. So, I mean, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, they and, are. They, yes, they, they it, it, it
2: ebbs and flows. Yeah, they're
0: to yeah. have yeah. to kind of figure it out. You well, know, You know, I'm still kind of sore about the fact that, like, you had a perfect opportunity with Cowboy Bebop to continue the story that was already told and do it in animated form. I think that would have went over a lot better than what we got personally. Yeah, uh, because yeah. I think you extend the story that's already out yeah. there because it's like, right. okay, you already got Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: right. expand right.
0: the story beyond what we already right. know, exactly. Right. But instead it's, like, have more. Gonna, have instead, more. instead, it's like, we're gonna redo what you already kind of know with some different storyline ideas that uh-huh. aren't going what you already know. And yeah. it's like, okay, John Cho yeah. would have been an awesome voice for Spike in an animated thing. And I'm like, the oh, yeah. studio's still there. You could have that studio come in and do the animation. You could have had a whole new story that you are written up. You could have that several season. I think people would have been a lot more on board with you if you said, we're going to
1: continue the story that was out there. And then we're right. going gonna to make new stuff. It's the reboot um, mentality Re- reboot, reboot that, that, that <laughs> the audience is not smart enough right. to go out mm-hmm. and find out what came before. And it's mm-hmm. like... Um, we are. We are smart <laughs> enough. We to have do Google. That. Yeah, we, we will continue the story. <laughs> yeah,
0: we will, yeah, we will. Yeah, we will find out If we don't know somebody we know knows, and we'll find that person. On and they will be like you know, there'll be a ninety-minute YouTube video and it's a story <laughs> of how we to up to this point. Yeah, absolutely, we'll Wait, it's out there. It's, it's better than
2: libraries. People are not going to libraries as much, but we have you know the internet to give you that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> people. People may not. People may not know what the Dewey Decimal System is anymore, but show do know YouTube. They, I, I,
2: yeah. I do though i just like and i don't think anybody in this general well, well, we love li- we
1: love libraries so. oh yeah
2: i love the, the musty dusty smell of a library yeah. so I, I yeah any day I well, don't
1: miss the card catalog though yeah. i, I <laughs> gotta admit yeah <laughs> That it's such a pain. <laughs> Why
0: did you get that? <laughs> and a lot of libraries have a lot bigger, because a lot of librarians are starting to realize the value of trade paperbacks and stuff like that. So a lot of yes. libraries are getting a lot more trades and runs of stories oh, yeah, and things right. like that. Our, our books are, are also actually proposal.
2: in the Lakeland, the local libraries, our books are in there as oh, yeah. well. So they have We've a local sure. author <laughs> section. Yeah. I wanted, it had to be in the library. Absolutely. So they, and they're very right. big advocates on um supporting local creatives. Mm. So yeah, definitely
1: Lakeland yeah. Public Library. Thank you for doing that. <laughs>
2: And top, top, top. there's
1: <laughs> our Frenchie. Ah, uh,
2: working at absolutely, we don't know what, but
1: <laughs> he actually has his own comic too Pip's Monster oh, House. Really? It's really? on comic? Webtoon. Yeah. yeah
2: he's he's That's pretty monster. cool.
1: So,
0: so maybe we get a, so maybe we get a, maybe as an add on, if we get enough holes on the Kickstarter, maybe we can see the Frenchie comic as well.
2: Yeah, I'm telling you.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah absolutely you okay there, buddy? he back
2: he's like I I there, bro. Bro? Yeah. everything okay he's back <laughs> <laughs> everything's secure the base is secure. checking the
0: perimeter <laughs> Mom, dad just to let you know everything's fine <laughs> yeah. no showed up but i made sure he I was, was had a bad dream dreams.
2: to be honest with you we'll okay
0: here. <laughs> he woke up going
1: i think i saw a girl in Polish Dreamscape." i don't know what happened he's, he's like the guy that falls asleep in church and says amen at the wrong parts you know because he oh gosh yeah. yeah that's that's him <laughs>
0: It's like, uh, it's like, it's like hallelujah. It's like we're doing the announcements. Yeah we're, just doing, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're just talking about the pop. We're line. reading the obituaries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's not hallelujah during the obituaries, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that might not be a good time.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness yeah <laughs> uh, yep I'm a PK so I can definitely relate to that yeah
0: so so I've got a question now I'm gonna start by saying mine and then I'm gonna ask the question So my favorite Edgar Allen Poe work honestly is probably "Cask of Amontillado." I mean it's it's short but it is eerie how it and it's a lot of story there because it's really a story about revenge. Mm-hmm. in such a short exactly. format, and how it can consume you to the point where you don't feel like there's any rational way of dealing with it, other than carrying it out to a fullest extent. Yeah. And it's crazy, because as this is working, as this is happening,
2: cool I don't want
0: to go into all the details, because I want you to go read it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> these things are happening, and it's just like, you know, wow, oh, okay, so he's just carrying out this revenge the whole time while the person that's in the... Receiving it doesn't even necessarily realize what's going on. Yeah, they don't necessarily understand the situation until it's too late. And so, what are you all? Your YouTube's favorite Edgar Allan Poe
1: story? For me, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's kind of like it depends on where you're at. You know, it, it's <laughs> like, what's your favorite Twellers in episode? Well, today it's this, and yesterday <laughs> was that. But uh, I would say the fall of the House of Usher because I love having <laughs> the it. house as a character in the story. <laughs> he took my uh, And, oh, and no. also, you know, my favorite poem that he wrote is in that story. Um, uh, the, haunted, uh, the Haunted Castle, right? The
2: Haunted Castle, yes. The Haunted Palace. The haunted palace, the haunted palace, yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, you know, That's in there, yeah. the gray matter isn't, isn't percolating. <laughs> but yes, the Haunted Palace, which is just an incredible a uh, poem about somebody being haunted mm-hmm. by the past, and 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 every
2: word of that poem is it, it's it's, it's immaculate, it and it, it's yeah.
1: I mean it's it's perfect rhyme and meter. It's it's mm-hmm. amazing, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would say the fall of the house of Usher, and and unfortunately, my wife is going to say the same one.
2: Well, I was going to have because we are both such big fans of houses being a character within a story that's what's so cool about that particular thing but since you Mm -hmm. took that one i have to say my next favorite story of his mask of red death yeah would be that one because again it's an analogy of what's happening at this time and you don't realize if you're not paying attention you don't realize what it is actually about until the party's half over and then it's too late but um just the way he describes the party, like I said, uh, H.P. Lovecraft has so much, he liked his work so much because of the way he built up to a scene. And you can see so much of that in A *Um*, Mm -hmm. the black cat or the Telltale Heart, which a lot of people talk about, but still we keep reading those stories because You, you you're working up to a crescendo where you're all you're physically shaking. You know, What's going to happen? What's going right. to happen? And most of the stories do that to you. So yeah. that that is my favorite. If you can
1: engage the emotions and and, and right, right. Lovecraft got that and he saw that Poe was just a master of, of mm. doing that of making you feel something.
2: Right. As you're
1: reading a story. You're like it, you know right. yes. you know the Telltale Heart. You know you're like oh my gosh he killed this guy. How yeah. can he? You know how he's could he sit it with, the, with
2: it? Yeah, how many times do you see on true crime where people keep people's bodies underneath their oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Sure. How does that happen? How do we sure. do that? You know, so it's, yeah. it's how Poe is still in this world in pop culture yes. through different things that happen. And mm-hmm. I think he'd be so shocked to see how many people love him and appreciate yes. his so he wasn't Happy appreciated even. as much during his no. time, which most creators are not. Some of them are actually. But um he I think he would get really chuffed. At some are appreciated
1: him. too much. <laughs> yeah, some people leave yeah. Him pipe,
2: you know? So but anyway, um but yeah, I think he would be really, really excited to see what people are doing with his stories to yep. this day.
0: I totally mm-hmm. agree with um, that. Yeah, yeah, one of the you mentioned uh, Lovecraft, one of the coolest people I got the chance to talk with was a fool, Richard, and she was the art person behind Lovecraft Country hbo oh, wow. and so cool. she got to talk about how you know she 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 had her she grew a really deep appreciation for lovecraft's work during yes. that story because That's there's fine. a lot going on and yeah. uh, different things and i mean there's race relations there's tensions there's all sorts of stuff there's also right. supernatural a lot of supernatural stuff going on oh yeah, I yeah. Have, Gotta
2: have supernatural and lovecraft and and yeah so it's you like know she said it was just
0: interesting and then of course one of the near-end episodes of the season uh, and I hate that they only had the one season because like they ended up canceling it basically after yeah. the first season. But uh, HBO did that, and so but it was interesting because she, uh, one of the people, because she did one of her pictures, and so then somebody was doing the artwork in the scene, and they're like, "Oh, where'd you learn how to do all that drawing?" And they're like, "Oh, my friend Afua talking. So they name drop wow. her right there and thing, and she's just like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's cool, <laughs> that's me." That's yeah, what you're talking exactly. about. So I thought that was really cool, and um, so yeah, so she,
2: stories about Poe. I mean, actually, I'm I found out more of his poetry through you because a lot of people don't know about Poe's poetry. They know more about the, the scary right.
1: stories. Oh, mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. I love is that everybody who's anybody loves Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you look at the um, the guest books of the Poe Museum, I, I'm we're really good friends with Chris Sempner. He's the the uh, um, curator. the curator mm-hmm. of the Poe Museum in Richmond, Virginia. You know, Salvador Dali was a huge Mm -hmm. Poe fan. Um, Mm -hmm. H.P. Lovecraft, he said, one of his favorite places on earth was in the Enchanted Garden at the Poe Museum. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. the list goes on and on and on Mm -hmm. of famous people that that have enjoyed Poe's work over the years. And Mm -hmm. I wish people would research his work more because he didn't, if you don't like horror, no problem. The man Mm -hmm. wrote some hilarious stories. I mean, he was a great humorist. (laughs) Mm-hmm. great satirist um yes. you know he's written science fiction he wrote the first detective novel mm-hmm. i mean the man a was furniture. a genius well, furniture. yeah he wrote a book on furniture right he wrote a book called eureka on the origin of all things that was so far ahead of its time yeah. that it's unreal
2: a lot of, yeah we, just, we always had those, those five stories that would keep circulating but there's a lot more
1: to right. him there's so much more to him he's a very mm-hmm. complex man and that's really, you know, like I said, when I had this college course that I started researching Poe, the man himself, mm-hmm. and I, I started feeling a real connection to this guy, you know, because, I mean, he, he didn't feel appreciated for, for what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he wasn't one of the elites and, and in his time, the, you know, the, the literati, uh, the literati, those, those the guys, academics, you know. most of those guys were born with a silver spoon in their mouth. And that's why mm-hmm. they could do what they wanted to do. Poe didn't have that you know, losing his mother, losing his father, being adopted. And the, the guy hates him, you know, his adoptive father, his mother, you know, adoptive mother dies. I mean, you know, he also went to ultimate, one year of college. And
2: the ultimate indie publisher too. Oh he, yeah. He did it first. Yeah, he did. Tamerlane,
1: <laughs> yeah. Tamerlane and other poems. Yeah. But, um, yeah. you know, he was a totally self-made man and and the first person to actually live as a writer. Mm -hmm. and not have another you know a side job or whatever and or be be rich right so So, I mean Mm -hmm. the man suffered the man suffered and so did his wife he couldn't get her the care that she needed and he he tried but he just could not catch on because you know like you were saying you know oh you know I graduated from Harvard where'd you graduate from Edgar Uh, I didn't Mm -hmm. graduate I, I could only go to one year because my You know, my adoptive father (laughs) would not pay for me to complete my education. So, you know, but back in the day, people Mm self-educated, you know, I mean, read about Abraham Lincoln. How much college did he have? None. Did he finish? Oh, he didn't. He only finished sixth grade. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. you can self-educate. That's what Mm -hmm. kills me about the argument about Shakespeare. Shakespeare couldn't have written these. He wasn't a man of letters. He Mm -hmm. didn't go to a university. So what? (laughs) He Uh had a lot of fine literature around to read. He did not have to go to the place that, you you know, society says now that we have to go to be intelligent. You can't be intelligent imagination, a man of of papers. So anyways, I'm sorry. I I can go off on that. (laughs) Oh, no, no,
0: that's fine. These are the things we like to know. And so um, now you mentioned the different things. One of the things I thought was interesting in that you're talking about how important it was to understand that you do have the ability to educate, grow and things like that. And I appreciate works like this, that go out of their way not just to be the comic book splash super thing where it's just like, mm-hmm. you you could have just been like, so yeah. we're gonna do Edgar Allan Poe, but we're gonna make him an action hero and we're gonna make yeah. him buff and we're gonna. Well, oh,
2: he does. I'll tell you one thing: he's pretty much action packed in this in this story, you know. Yeah. <laughs> However, he's not a superhero. No, <laughs> well, he's- he is in, in.
1: Well, he is in. In a sense. Irving Rat's
2: eyes, he's always gonna be a superhero. He is. Sorry. Well.
0: Yeah, spoiler alert.
2: Spoiler alert.
0: <laughs> There's a rat that loves him in a way that he's. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no I, not I that. like that. <laughs> he idolizes him as the hero that he's meant to be. I
2: think we all would love to have an Irving rat in our lives, someone who's yeah. a guide that helps you, you know. Right. right. He's a father he, figure. A father figure, yes. Who, he's a father that he didn't have. have. That he didn't have, exactly. Yeah,
0: it, it's the idea of seeing more in us than we see in ourselves sometimes. Exactly. We, that we need right. those mentor like relationships where we see things. We don't we're, always we're see, sure. we're, we're too close to it a lot of times. Yeah. And absolutely. so sometimes there's things that, that, that are being worked on that we don't even understand. And so it's like they see our potential, but they also see what we do when we're not quite stepping in it. So, you know, right. Right. So it's hard conversations sometimes that occur. Right.
2: And he right. has hard conversations throughout these whole voyages. He has to have it because it's life or death. But right. I don't think yeah. he
1: had any kind of male. No. A father figure that no, he could look up to in no, in, in his life, really. So that no, that had that's to been it is important. Okay.
2: There you go.
0: Yeah. And so we've told all these fun stories. So I want to kind of let I want to kind of let you guys speak out as we wrap up. uh So first things first, favorite movie you've seen in the last year? Oh gosh. Ooh. Well, that took. COVID took care of a lot of that because <laughs> yeah. we haven't gone
2: to the movies in almost two years, but if, if I can go back to before COVID hit, let's see where we are. Or does it have to be like now? Like no, I
0: mean, it, could be, it could be a Netflixy. it could oh, be a streaming oh, service. Oh, day. good. I was going to say that. I, I, like, I haven't I say to movie. in a long oh. time. Okay. There, oh. there used to be the fact that you say movie, you meant movie theater. That's not- That's about,
2: my, my life is theater. I'm That's like, oh it. my gosh. Yeah, had, geez, especially her, the yeah, Hollywood. I grew up you know, in the theater. I haven't gone to the movies in two years. On TV, it's so, yeah, because we've done oh my gosh, we've done so many things on there. Um, Moon Knight that's a TV series, I know it's a TV series, <laughs>
0: but okay, but it feels like it's gonna be, it feels like a movie. We it on does. the podcast, on the podcast, we typically wait until the final episode, a week after the final episode drops to a lot of streaming shows. Just mm-hmm. because we know there are people out there that will wait until the final episode drops and, and it, then they will yes. watch yeah. the whole thing. Right, and that's shot not
2: going to say that much. <laughs> <binge it.
0: laughs> right. and so it's like, it's like, okay, so you're binging this, mm-hmm. and so we don't want to go into spoilersville, really. even though there are a lot of places that would do a week by week, blow by blow, da 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 da. Now I appreciate all of them because it helps me keep my stuff in a row. But when we do talk about and one lumped up, but then that right. way it gives us that opportunity to kind of talk about it as a unit for the whole thing. And then, for you know, for those who say, well, I don't have time to go and watch Moon Night well, you got our podcast, you can listen to it. yeah, you right. know, that yep. way. Well, we've seen
2: a lot of different yeah, we have. movies on TV and shows, but I have to say, the one that I kind of we still talk about, and it was a series, was The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. So, uh, that was yeah. a, that one that was really, um, it was really inspirational That's more than a year ago. It, it was more and we, and we still talk about it we've actually we watched do. it several times yes but i have to say um okay i'm trying to get hbo max that we've seen movies you that's when you saw it was nightmare alley which
1: didn't like that much
2: but um let me think, of <laughs> think i'm of not that.
1: sure what he was going for with that um, i you
2: know gosh there's so many we've seen on tv we, we also lot of true crime that's why i'm trying to separate that you think of a movie while i'm thinking yeah, of one too I, a movie Right, because well, I started
1: watching the Batman. I I haven't completed yet. I really like the noir kind of angle to it. You know, like, you know, like I hear Rorschach there going, you know,
2: <laughs> this city
1: stinks. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that oh would be gosh. the most interesting crossover to have. Rorschach, I
2: know, Batman. wouldn't it? That would be. But mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying
1: the the noir feel to to that movie so far. Mm. But I, you know, me being a writer and, and just having you know add basically um I, I watch things in pieces i never get through the whole thing and before in the theater i had to right you know I had yeah because you're just sitting one there one. right yeah right, right. That's so I, I don't do that anymore
2: yeah because you can stop and <clears throat> see we have the ability now and yeah. the ple- pleasure of being pause, pause it and then get back to it on that oh. but i remember that was the last one that we actually watched it all the way through because you really want to see what happened to those people oh, that yeah. that that family is so fractured but um,
1: yeah, we binged I that. wanna,
2: yeah, we did binge that one. Definitely, Stranger Things is another one that we still talk about. You know, we mm-hmm. thought that was
0: best. We got the, movie, we got the next, we got the next season coming out soon.
2: Oh yeah, I cannot yeah, that's wait. That's gonna be. Uh, that's cannot gonna wrap wait. that up neatly. That's gonna be really cool. But I'm thinking yeah. of movies that we've seen. You know, yeah, that that's hard because we see we see more Netflix now than
0: we okay. We, let movies. let's switch it up then. Let's yeah, up, that's
1: then. what.
2: Series. Isn't that crazy? series. <laughs> series, yeah. Well, um, I will. Oh, Moon Knight. Um, <laughs> the Mandalorian. I like the Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian is awesome. really cool for this generation. It was a cool thing, idea to do for that um mm-hmm. series. Uh whew, no, I said I'm I, true crime, which is yeah. We watch
1: story. a ton of documentaries and uh true crime. Um yeah, which
0: doesn't have nothing to do with this
2: podcast yeah, like
1: I'm <laughs> so not superhero, but
2: it's not superheroes.
0: I asked the question, <laughs> so I, I expect yeah. the answer.
2: <laughs> oh wow, that's um there's so much that we i'm looking at our, our mood board up here because we're working on a different book right now that's getting me off topic um let's see movies uh, I'm going to, you keep thinking of you keep talking while i keep thinking of movies well uh, movies TV, oh, shows. Sorry, tv shows that's right
1: tv shows um we, there's a new one that we're actually watching on on uh hulu it's a hulu original and it's called um what's it called about steven uh Oh, what is it? Uh, something. Uh,
2: captive imagination, a captive no. audience.
1: Captive yeah, captive something? audience. That's a true okay. story. That's a true crime story. Right, it's a true crime story. It, yeah. you know they say that truth is stranger than fiction, and it, is. it really yeah. is. If yeah. you start watching some of these true crime dramas, you're like, what the heck, you know. <laughs> And people like Ed Brubaker have made a really good living, you know, doing uh, true crime, you know, crime yeah. kind of, of novels and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, yeah, we, we watch a lot of it's really.
2: Oh, Death on the Nile.
1: Yes, Death yeah. on the Nile.
2: That was the first
1: movie yes. that we watched. Yeah. That was a movie there that was good. With Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> Miss, Miss Galganau.
0: She just yep. walks around secretly, blousey well, bullets off of Chris and and I call of a sudden,
1: yeah. It's
0: <laughs> not, not me at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Why, why would Wonder Woman be on, 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 on
1: a cruise ship? This is...
0: <laughs>
2: I, love it. I love it. Oh my goodness what else have we watched? My goodness, is so much.
1: Oh, the Johnny Depp case. That's oh. that's a oh good television gosh. right there. Oh my. Oh
2: my. god. Yeah. There you go.
1: That's a whole different. That's a He's whole different great. ball game. I tell you, it's entertaining though. <laughs> I, uh, I have not been bored watching it. No, I saw no. somebody
0: last night just be like, "Explain uh, to me why the Johnny Depp Amber Heard stuff is on my time feed. I have watched yeah. everything that has it, but it's still on my time feed. I don't get it." I was like, it's kind of like the Will Smith Chris Rock page. I just won't die. Yep. Absolutely. That's a, that's a
2: graphic novel. Those Slat memes right are there, still honey. Oh my God. hitting
0: hard. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I I uh I I play I've been playing WWE 2K22 and I've already downloaded created characters of Chris Rock and, and uh, Will Smith. <laughs> so I have a storyline going on in my head about the idea that Chris Rock is on this redemption store to learn how to wrestle so that's the next time something like that happens. <laughs> Jungle
2: cruise. <coughs> huh? jungle cruise i love oh that. yeah that, jungle that was done cruise. very well sticking to the rock jungle cruise that was one thing we watched that was really yeah. that was a great adaptation of that ride at disneyland well mm-hmm. that all, it was fun it was fun it was it reminded me of the 70s movie that we just kind of escaped and, and did some really fun things but that was a really well done movie i thought it was well done yeah
1: and it jungle was fun it was yeah. fun it was a good popcorn movie you know yes. well, like, like a jerry bruckheimer film you know so. yeah
0: I'll tell you this. I know you said you haven't seen all of Batman yet. Uh, did you see the Batmobile in Batman yet? I did. Um, yeah. The, the angriest Batmobile
1: I've ever seen. Yeah, like, seriously. I, I like it. The, Batmobile I was,
0: it. the Batmobile was a whole other character in the movie. I didn't know oh. I needed it in my life. I got to see the movie of Batmobile running around doing dishes. Just, <laughs> yeah. Batman in the car. You just hear the Batmobile chasing people
1: randomly. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Like Christine style, you know. Okay.
0: Like Bruce ah, Wayne is okay. asleep
1: and the Batmobile is chasing.
0: People got on
2: me <laughs> we got there. Uh, we got it. It the, the it the movie part two. Oh so it we part watched two? it part two, we Watched that movie. I'm still having nightmares about that. So that was another one that we did a very good job. The way the way I wish that they had done it back in the 80s because that to me is a yeah. psychological thriller. Yeah. My it you can is. mess with my mind, literally make me go to a different dimension. That's, They really capture that very well in that movie, <laughs> you know?
0: I thought it was interesting whenever, you know, they were interviewing Tim Curry before the movie started. They were like, well, hey, I hear they're going to be doing a hit movie, but it's not going to have you involved. They said they're going to try to do everything they can to top it. He's like, well, good luck, we'll see. Know, if they can do it, like you know, that's the thing. Like, he wasn't. A lot of people are like, "Oh, he's He He's like, "No, he was like, let's see what they do. Let's see what they do. You know? yeah. Absolutely. yeah And I can appreciate that. And I think they brought their game and they 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 came through and did it well. I mean, they did a lot better yeah. job that oh, translation really. than I think ever did with the theatrical version of the Lawnmower Man. You oh yeah. Short story, mm-hmm. Lawnmower Man it doesn't look anything like
1: the movies we got. No, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> It's like a six page so
0: short story about a dude that at one point gets naked and starts eating grass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's pretty, it's even creepier and mm-hmm. very much shorter. You know, mm-hmm. there was no VR thing going on. <laughs> no. I, what
2: was that? I
1: just, no that was, idea. That was too
2: so long ago. It's going back too far. I think it was part of Nightshade. The ritual. The ritual was
0: another one that was on. Um,
1: yeah, but
2: that's
0: been more. Than that's been more know. than a couple years. So like I said, "Yeah, sorry." Okay, so That'll I do good. need. We do need to start wrapping up, up, right. up. So I'm gonna do this. Uh, so the book launch when? May first. Sunday, May, May 1st. first. All right. Yeah. So coming a up week. here just a just a week or so from now, and so as we get ready to do that, it's gonna launch. It's gonna be out there for 30 days, and you told us about some of the cool stuff that's gonna be coming as far as bookmarks, as far as uh, buttons and prints, and and other stories bookmarks. and things like that and everything you yeah, have the bookmarks everything else so uh are you excited
1: oh yes, yes. let's do
2: this yes we are yes we are, we are. We're, i'm so excited to be able to finally have the whole tale have the complete. whole story be told yes so we're okay. so excited to be able to get these characters out there people are like they're itching for it to read it but i yes there's so much that happens in this book and it it ends so beautifully and not because we wrote it but because we it's it's our love letter to Edgar Allan Poe mm-hmm. and yes. I think he would be so proud of it if he if he could I cannot wait for the world
0: to read it
1: finally <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. and so people who haven't had a chance to get the other books yet they will get a chance to get
0: the other books for so, the uh, series.
1: absolutely right. yes mm-hmm. they'll be in the kickstarter as well mm-hmm. they right and you can also you order
2: know. it if you you know don't if you get the kickstarter you can also order it, order it through our site on hbcommerce.net so you there you go that absolutely course.
0: Yeah. And so, where can we find you guys? Where can we find our information about you guys? Here is a let you promote yourself and let us tell us where we can send you money.
2: Oh,
0: uh, <laughs> Instagram. Yep. It's HB
2: Comics. And we have. He's on there, uh, Dwight McPherson, Miss Rebecca McPherson. Right. We're on Twitter, HB Comics. If you just
1: go to hbcomics.net, all of our socials yes. are, are included on that site right. as well. So we're so.
2: on all the, uh, the social apps.
1: We're on all the socials. <laughs> on the social apps and things. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> You're going to start doing
1: TikToks about Edgar Allan Poe. Oh. I was going to say,
2: we do have TikToks. Yes, yes, I do
1: have a TikTok have for HP Comics. Yes, we do. Yes. That's cool yes yeah. it's good it's fun yeah. i think we even did a pinterest we started that as well so yes we're everywhere hey we might as well right we're on some if, if it pops up me we
2: you know we're on all those things we're in
1: there make up a coffee you know I mean,
2: just.
1: there you go
0: buy me a coffee make a coffee we'll do the yeah, we'll, you know. next it's kickstarter nice. when y'all do the trade paperback i will have to have an imaginary voyages egg around a post a coffee brand Oh yeah. yeah,
2: there you go! Ah, yeah, <laughs> nice. That's the newest thing. You're right. People are doing coffees yes. or
0: like um like a, a beer, liquors, you know? liquors, like you know, yeah. <laughs> you
2: got a yeah. acorn ale going there. That's no term. But, you, but yeah. you do like,
0: but you do like, you just do a coffee that's enough for like one serving, so that way it, 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 it doesn't cost as much to ship it. You see, like a small package of like one ship one thing, and then they put it in the package. Yeah. Nice. Got to for coffee. That's thirty days. Right.
1: Maybe. Well, maybe it should be tea for Poe though. Oh, oh that's true. You're right. You're
0: right. The Laurel right. Gray baby. There you go. Yeah, there, there you go. Be
1: she's she's a tea lady. A
0: tea. There there you go. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've had the opportunity to speak to the wonderful, wonderful people behind Hocus Focus Comics in their new project that kicks off on May the first: the Imaginary Voyages of Edgar Allan Poe at Hocus Focus Comics through Kickstarter. You can also go to www.ink hub and be able to view that as well and go through and we thank you all for joining us for this conversation and above all else guys do me a favor be blessed and blessing somebody here thank you for having us
2: absolutely